It is a glorious day. It is the Man Fused Podcast. Kaylee, your host, my co-host, as always, Ben H. Ben H. in the house. So I think across the United States, in our southeast region, there is rejoicing amongst many apparent. Afternoon delight is back again. Yes, because... Where we live, actually, kids go back to school pretty damn early. When when I tell people that are in other regions or yeah. other parts of the world, hey, yeah, our kids start school on a Thursday. They're like, right. what? Yeah. That's really early. I think it's early, too. I mean, we didn't start where I'm from until, like, late August. We yeah. like the last week of August. Yeah, but we probably get out earlier. My kids, my school district, they started back today. They're back. My wife First dropped them August. off this morning. And it's weird. They start on a Thursday. So the kids go back for two days and then have the weekend off, which I think is great. Yeah. Because I remember, from what I can remember, always starting off on a Monday. And then it was you're a like, long oh. week. Yeah. That first week was long. So, you know, the kids get a taste and then they're out for two days. What was your favorite part of going back to school as a, as a kid? Not a teenager, but, you know, like elementary school. I mean, I would probably have to say, you know, the outfits, you know, like getting my school clothes, your bag, your your pencil box, all your, you know, your trapper keeper. I was going to say, do you remember trapper keeper? Oh, yeah. What happened to those? Oh, I mean, I'm sure you can find them, but I guess they're not. uh... Why wouldn't they have new ones, though, I wonder? I'm sure they do. You think? I don't know. I don't know. Those things used to be awesome. Now, the Trapper Keeper, if I remember, it was like a Velcro thing. Yeah, it was a folder that had a Velcro flap that came all the way around. Yeah, it was glorious. And it was just awesome. It was pimp. Yeah. It was like, and you know, uh, and I guess at that point when I was, you know, my son's age, which is 10, you know, I had probably a lunchbox that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. With a thermos. My son's five. Right. He's starting kindergarten next week. Woohoo! Yeah, yeah man. So big school. He's going to big school. That's right. He yeah. is. So we're we're pretty excited for him. He's excited. Now, when we spoke the other day, you you said that it was kind of like a you were excited, but you didn't really like public school, and maybe because of the county you live in. I mean, anybody that listens to this show knows I'm super, you know, um, I don't know, nervous about the way that the federal government is going and just all the different things that are happening. And a big part of that is is the public school curriculum, what kids are being taught these days. You know, it's just much different than when we were in school and it was just about arithmetic. Now it, it seems somewhat political, although I feel like we live in a great area of the world. We do. And uh, there's a lot of parent involvement. I think we live in an area where most people are pretty much on the same page regardless of their political affiliation with what they think of as good and bad and those kinds of things. And so I'm hopeful that we're going to have a really good experience. You know, it's one of those things, too, in the day and age that kids are going, you know, living in. You always now have that idea of like a school shooting in the back of your your mind. Right. Because you don't know when it's going to happen. Right. Where it's going to happen. But it's going to happen somewhere. It's going to happen. Yeah. And you just pray that, you know, you're, you're not sending your child to a situation where that's going to go down, but you can't really control it. You can't live in fear. You know, parents need a break. Kids need an education. Most parents aren't trained and educated to teach their kids, not in school. You teach them morally. You're not an educator. And the thought of having to sit there and teach your kid how to do all this math is just would frustrate me to no end. That's right. And chances are your kid probably doesn't want to learn from you in that aspect 
It's interesting, you know, I see that a lot in sports where a lot of times your kid will respond a lot better to a coach teaching them how to do something oh, yeah. than they will to you. Hell yeah. Um, you know, with Jack, he actually does really good with me, so I'm pretty lucky, but he's also very young. So I think as he gets older and stuff, you know, um, but we practice a lot of fundamentals and uh, that's a lot of fun. Back to school thing is in full swing. And my favorite part of going back to school, similar to what you said, was all about school shopping, the outfits. And my favorite part of school shopping was getting new shoes. That was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And I always had a budget and I always wanted, you know, kind of, I would get the coolest thing I could. With the within the budget, within the budget, I feel like our budget, my budget was like fifty bucks. Spent more than that on my which went a lot longer than back in the day than it does now. I mean, Mm -hmm. you could get a pair of Nikes for fifty bucks or less, but you couldn't really get Nike Airs. The Nike Airs back in our day was like seventy, eighty bucks. I mean, a hundred dollars for a pair of tennis shoes back when we were kids was like astronomical. That was like some Gucci shoes, right? I mean, that was like unheard of. But I used to rock. Skate shoes, you know, like airwalks. I bought these etnies. yesterday when I bought oh, you my got some DCs. Well, I bought Kai a pair of shoes, and yeah. I was like, "Well, fuck, I'm buying me a pair of shoes." There you go. Guess there what? Go. Rack room shoes. Rack room. Fifty baby. bucks. I think Kai's Nike high tops that he got, which were really cool. These are like seventy bucks. Wow. Kai actually broke the budget. Well, I didn't give him a budget. I know. I, I mean, my budget. Yeah, your budget. My parents' budget. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't really give. I mean, I knew I wasn't going to drop a ducat on right. his shoes. Right. And he knew that, but yeah. I didn't really like. If, you know, I would have spent seventy, eighty. But he bucks. got some cool ones. Yeah, he got some badass ones. He was super pumped about. Took That's him cool. to uh, this place called D Bat. So we went to this cool batting cage first, and then we went and ate at City Barbecue. Just me and him, and nice. And I took him to you know get some shoes, and so we kind of spent the afternoon. And my wife took Max, my seven year old. Did the whole afternoon, went shopping for, you know, her, and she got, like, all these outfits and was all decked out for the first day of school. Got some shoes, too. It's a fun time, man. And, you know, um, Jack was at his grandparents on my wife's side in Alabama for the last week. Mm. And they actually took him school shopping. Yeah. Which, you know, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm super grateful for it. Probably saved me, like, $500. Did he get some Gucci shoes? At least. He didn't get shoes. I think they, I think they reserved that for 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 me because I, I kind of said, hey, I really want to buy him some shoes. Did they deck him out for the whole entire oh, year? Oh yeah, he is completely decked out with like Under Armour, Nike gear, all kinds of cool stuff, man. I mean, brand new, like really cool outfits. And it's so funny because like you look at the Nike stuff, a lot of the color patterns and stuff that were popular back in the eighties. Are popular now. Of course. My windbreaker was like turquoise and purple with like bright yellow, you know? And he got an outfit. It's not a windbreaker. It's kind of like a sweatsuit thing. But it's that same turquoise and purple with the bright yellow Nike, neon yellow Nike stuff. I was kind of looking forward to taking him school shopping. But at the same time, I saved a lot of money. And I'm kind of glad that I don't have to worry about it now. Yeah, so. him saved you money, time. Yeah. But I get it because the experience of taking your boy shopping and hanging out for that afternoon. And well, like, hey, buddy, what do you want? It's interesting how you kind of get to relive your childhood through your children's eyes. So I'll give you an example. Like Jack is doing flag football right now. Right. I was a killer football player in high school. I haven't been on a football field for the purpose of playing football since then. 
And so, you know, that's been a while, 25 years or something. Mm. And so it's been really cool to go out and be on the football field and do that whole thing, seeing the school shopping. And now we have like orientation at school tonight where Did we get that to go the other meet day. his teacher and see his classroom. And I remember doing that with my parents. Mm-hmm. And it was such a cool thing to have your parents come to school yep. with you and see your classroom and you get to see your desk and uh, oh, yeah. your cubby. Went through that with Max and Kai the you other know? day. Uh, yeah, and bring their supplies. Right. Bring all the supplies So in. they can put them in their desk or yeah. their cubby. And, right. you know, so they're set up. Right. You get some, you know, paperwork. You fill out a couple things. You meet the teacher. Um, you know, my son, he kind of makes an impact and an impression. So the teachers who get him know about him. Oh, really? Yeah. And I mean, not in a bad way. I yeah. mean, uh, my son is, you know, he's got ADD. He's super energetic. Yeah. He's I mean, he can be hyper and he can be obnoxious sometimes and he could be disruptive. Definitely the clown. I wonder where he gets all that. Yeah, from. me, yeah. me. I mean, definitely <laughs> the class clown. Right. I was. Right. I used to have my certificates. I wish I still did from when I was in third grade. Oh, really? It's almost like watching him repeat at some point. I'm sure the new teacher will probably have to make a phone call to me. You know, Kai right. needs you know, to do this and that. But they fall in absolute love with well, him. He's a they, sweet kid. And, you know? dude, they, he's a charmer. Yeah. And he wins their his way into their heart. There you go. And, like, by the end of the season, the teacher will be so wrapped up around his finger that it'll be... I mean, it's funny to watch because they're like, oh, God, he is the sweetest thing ever. And he's like, he wins. You know, I look forward to that. My daughter is just the alpha chick and yeah. she does no wrong, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But she's she's the leader. But yeah, it's it's really interesting to see their roles in their group. But my son is now in fifth grade. And so he is the king of elementary school he is at the top of the game he is the senior of elementary school this year so wow. you know in our area middle school starts at sixth yeah and that's when you start all over isn't that that's, most everywhere though is that is it different in places? it is different in some i believe in australia there's a few places where it's different i believe in australia it goes through sixth grade and you don't okay. go to middle school until you're seventh i think that's probably a better idea but maybe Do not you? I don't know. It's middle school is such a weird age. I guess I understand why they do it because you're kind of too big to be with the first graders and the kindergartners, but you're not quite big enough to be with the 15 year olds either. Either way, you're starting over and you're at the yeah. bottom rung. Yeah, you're at the so bottom of the. He might be ball. kingpin in elementary it. school, yeah. but then you're grunt. As soon as you go to middle school, you yeah. are uh, you're the bottom going through this process i haven't thought about it that's what i mean since i got done that's what i mean like you leave these places in your life and it just kind of becomes part of your past that you really forget about until now i have a kid and i'm taking him through the motions and it's causing all these memories to come back about my childhood you said in fifth grade you you were dipping yeah i have a memory of being in fifth grade and actually having dip like skull wintergreen remember how you used to pack them yeah you pack it and dipping in class and spitting in the water fountain ew 
I think it was bandits. You remember You're, skull bandits? Of course. I, I never yeah. got into chewing or dipping. I always found it to be a foul, disgusting fucking it habit. It is gross, dude. Don't get me wrong. No, and I have no, nothing against people that do. But. Well, somehow in Tallahassee, Florida, it was the cool thing to do. It was the cool thing. Fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how that happened. You look at these kids and you're like, oh my gosh, they're babies. I remember being in fifth grade and I didn't think I was a baby. No. You know, uh, but you are, you know, I mean, you're, you're what, 10? Yeah. 11? Yeah. It's not a baby, but I mean, still, it's, it's very, very young. Yeah, and so when you said that, I was like, well, in third grade, I got in trouble for selling uh, what you would call pornography now. Yeah. Uh, it, it was the equivalent. It was magazine. Right. Ripped out pages from the sluttiest, smuttiest magazines like Cherry and Penthouse Hustler, and I got caught by the principal yeah. selling these pages right um to younger kids right. that were like in second grade so i was getting like three dollars a page wow and he was so embarrassed and i don't know if i've told this story but uh on this podcast but he was so embarrassed that he didn't even know what to say to my parents so he was like we're just going to keep this between us but don't ever let me find that you're doing this ever yeah. again could you imagine having to broach that conversation um your son is selling from what only i could describe as pornography to younger kids that's hilarious man i you telling me that makes me remember in second third grade we used to have a stack of pornos that was hidden behind one of those electrical yeah. boxes you know those green boxes where you hide any pornos yeah like in the woods you right. know oh yeah and it was soaking wet i mean you know just sit there in the rain break out the stash but all him. the neighborhood kids knew about it you know so and would they take them from the woods or, or from the outside and then bring them home could just go and and it was hidden there and you could look at it so these weren't videos this was just pages okay of, you know it was like magazine like playboy yeah, 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 or penthouse yeah. oh yeah there was a couple there's two or three of them and they were gross, dude. They were like in the pine straw, uh, like wet, you know, you could barely see anything. Uh, All the pages were stuck together. Oh, God. But man, I mean, the bush, I just remember seeing bush. I mean. You know what I mean? Just that I, that was back in the day when bush was in style. I, th- I don't think most of the magazines I had had a lot of bush. I think they were shaved and kept No, it. no, tons of bush back in the 80s. Well, don't you remember like back in the day when, you know, the girls would have the pubes like sticking out the side? It was like a squirrel oh, was stuck suit, in You know what I mean? That was not attractive. I Yeah, no. I no mean, yeah, no. Just, just nothing but just pube. When I was a body piercer, you know, and I was actually old enough to have an opinion on, yeah. do I like Bush? Do I not like Bush? Right. But, you know, as the years went on and I was piercing more and more male and female genitalia every day. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously at that age in the 90s and, you know, whatever, but I mean, Everyone was primarily like shaved and kept well and no hair at all. But on occasion, someone didn't get the fucking memo that right. Bush was not in. Right. And I would be disgusted. Yeah. At the hair. Well, I guess it'd be the equivalent. I mean, I, I, I would in this day and age, I still probably say if you took the percentage of males who groom themselves, I would probably say that a lot of men probably still think that that's weird. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, see, not me. I'm not a like, I don't love a ton of body. You're a groomer. Oh, yeah, I groom. Oh, yeah, 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 I groom. Sometimes I'll use one of my wife's razors. You just use the one that you put on your face. <laughs> you get no. done shaving your face. No, you just, no, I have a special, but my wife has these. 
these like uh, five blade razors oh, that yeah. are like super lubricated. Oh yeah. Where you don't even need shaving cream. I guess what she shaves her legs with. Yeah. And sometimes that I'll run that across my taint. No, <laughs> just like. <laughs> Too much info. I don't know if anyone else does that out there. Oh but my God, And then she funny. yells at me because I'll leave like a woofy patch in the <laughs> razor. <laughs> I told you don't use oh my fucking my razors. Yeah. I'll just leave a bush <laughs> hanging out the top of the razor. I wanted you to know I was here. Yeah. <laughs> you did it on purpose. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's like, it dulls my shit up. I'm like, well, dude, that is too funny. You know, sometimes you got to shave the shaft. Oh my god! Yeah, it gives it about two inches. <laughs> yeah, you pick up, <laughs> pick up some big size there. Yeah, yeah you pick up some extra length. <laughs> yeah. You know, as a woman, you might not ever think about that. That's right. But the bush, yeah, will make it look smaller if it yeah. sticks out four inches. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. You shave it, huge cock <laughs> for some. Yeah. For some, it doesn't there's, matter. For some, there's nothing you there's can no do. There's no saving it. <laughs> yeah. I have this friend, and uh, she's a very interesting person. Do I know this person? You do. She was telling me the other day, I introduced her to one of my friends that I thought would be a good fit. And she just can't get past the unknown, whether or not he's endowed to her liking. Well, there's only one way to find out. She just wants him to show it to her. I told her, I was like, that's so demoralizing. You're literally asking the guy to show you what he's got so that you can make a decision on whether or not you're interested in getting to know him better. She's like, exactly. <laughs> because if it's not beyond a certain size and girth, I am not interested. We can be friends, but I'm not going down that path. She's like, I have stayed at his house five nights i've slept in his bed five times and he just won't show it to me i'm like well why don't you you know find out for yourself oh so she is actively hung out with this person she's hanging out with him with hopes that she's eventually going to get a glimpse of what's going on down there. well the only way to find out is to put your mouth around it <laughs> i gave that advice she said nope i'm not doing that unless i know beforehand but what if it's cold what if it's not a good show and it's a grower i mean she wants to see it in action she wants to see it in speed mode she's not going to stimulate the situation she told me that's why she stays over because she's hoping he'll get morning wood and she'll be able to figure it out what's well, weird like why wouldn't you at least make out with him and then therefore you'd see it and then you could decide your your buddy who you introduced this young lady to is yes. divorced. And both are friends. The male and the female are both friends of mine. How long have they known and each both of them are divorced. She has a child. Doesn't she have two? Three. Oh. But from a couple different guys and over about a 25-year period of time. So she currently has a five-year-old who's super sweet child and what and i was at that wedding you were yes mm -hmm. and because um, you were a gracious host and of course obviously and uh what happened there that ended did he have a teeny peeny no i don't think so um you know i i don't know if he was in the vacation dick territory okay circling back around to some old topics if you've never heard of our episode on vacation dick check or, it out it's or, very interesting or boyfriend penis or boyfriend penis mm -hmm. i think he was more in the boyfriend penis category right which is you know acceptable per her it's average standard she's fine with average she actually prefers it okay okay 
That's what she's hoping for. If he's got a freaking hammer, she's okay with that too. She'll be the nail. Yeah. <laughs> but, and there's a big B in that butt. Uh, she wants a thermos. If it's less than average, she's out. She's still in on friendship. But what does that look she like? Well, I mean, they're already friends. And but they're friends and they're hanging out. Yeah. And she's staying at his house. Yeah. Only because there's the possibility of it being girthy and large enough to satisfy her to where then she would decide, hey, I'm going to sit on it and we can move forward. You know, I think they're friends anyways. You know, I, I think because they really are very similar. The reason I introduced them to each other is because I, I didn't know if anything would happen, but I knew that they would get along. And he is still heartbroken from his divorce. And she is, I don't know, heartbroken, but definitely still, you know, a little a little scarred from the situation and sharing custody. Let's put it this way. Neither of them are eager to get into a serious relationship, but they are enjoying each other's company, like, not sexually. Well, that's what she's waiting on. I think that they are both kind of enjoying the idea that it could go that direction and they're also both okay if they just stay friends do they live around each other because if she's spending the night at his place no no well where's the kid it would be during the other parents yeah it would be during his custody i just find it interesting that she's putting so much weight on the weight of his penis on the size (laughs) of his penis yeah and, and whether weight or on the not, weight. it's below average. Not necessarily whether or not it's just huge or big or whatever you want to call it, that it is below average. Now, have you gotten explanation from her as to what is below average or average to her? Because it, that is a, to each his own, is going to have their own opinion. I mean, we had this conversation and I explained to her that in my experience he's he's a good guy though in my <laughs> but i mean look i i haven't seen a lot of erect penis in my time i've seen tons of you cock know? No, <laughs> <laughs> but up close and personal but i mean for the most part there's the average range and i think that's where most dudes fall and we've talked about that the average range of where you live in the world yeah because the united states will have an average china will have its own average right and africa Africa will have another as a different average everyone has a different average i think we're talking about the american average the american penis (laughs) average that is the new formula for determining your taxes, which I think is, which I think is like five to seven inches. I think it's erect. like in six, yeah, six inch it, range. Yeah, something it's like, like that. five to seven erect, measured from the top. And if you've shaved, then you might have an extra. You might inch. get a little half inch there. Yeah, you, you might. Know, you might pick up. You might push the ruler in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, what was her answer to that? Is the American U.S. average penis size too small for? No. Her? no. Oh, so she'd be cool with six inches. Perfectly fine. Oh, so she's not wanting, like, a telephone pole, necessarily. She'd be okay if that were the case. I think she would be particularly happy if that were the case. He might have a problem on his hands if that were the case. She might want to stay sitting on it. Yeah, yeah. Forever. (laughs) But if it were average, 
She said that's completely fine with her. You know, she's very sexual. You can have sex more often kind of a thing. So she kind of said, hey, you know, in the case that it's like, you know, extra big, that can be good and bad. You know, it can be good because- I might have to recover. The level of pleasure can reach a higher height. But at the same time, recovery might be. The, a, yeah, the a, frequency of sex might be less. So there's pros and cons in that department, in her opinion. She just wants to make sure it's not below average. Below her opinion of average. average. She just don't want a three inch man, skinny <laughs> penis, you know. I mean, I mean, who does? But a lot of guys out there have smaller members. I mean, and a lot of them but are. But they really, don't want that. Well, and neither you know, she. but there's a lot of things in life we don't want. I wish I was taller, you know, uh, wish I had an Impala. Uh, wish I was a boss. Ball- <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things I think that, that we wish for, but the truth is, and we've discussed this before, you could be a below average size man, but guess what? There's a below average size woman out there. Vagina, vaginal canal. What, Like 100%. It exists. Oh yeah, it does. And it's just right for you that bottom out. As for that, an average absolutely, man. absolutely. Oh, I can't yeah, take it. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, there's someone for everyone, but for her, she has this standard, and she's not willing to, to do to anything waver. sexual to find out. This is the interesting part. She's not willing to go into a sexual situation to discover whether or not. He has a below-average erect penis. See, that to me is... I don't know if I would call it a red flag. It's just... Does it seem a little shallow? I know. I mean, it's... Whatever you're into, you're into. Won't settle for anything less. In this case, her average, let's say, six inches. But still, okay, you're going over there. You're hanging out. You're friendly. On one hand, if the dude is endowed enough... Right. You're going to sit on it. 100%. But yet, you're sleeping in his bed, maybe a little cuddling. Don't tell me you're sleeping there and you're not touching each other in any way. There's sure. no butt up against, like, uh, yeah, I'm sure cuddle, maybe. Some of that, probably. Maybe yeah. a little nipple tweak. I, I don't know, whatever. So, to me, that's just weird that you won't make out. And I'm not saying you have to have sex, but a little kissing, a little touching, a little whatever. To determine that, to be like, pull your pants down. I want to see it. I'm going to judge you right here and there, whether we're going to move forward or anything. Like, I mean, like, how weird is that? It's really weird. And yet, at the same time, this is a girl who has a lot of guy friends that she's not involved with sexually. She's one of those girls, and she really likes this guy. They've become friends, apparently really good friends. And both of them are in similar situations I think for him, he's been very clear with her to say, listen, I'm still heartbroken. I haven't slept with anybody in almost two years. After I got divorced, I went out and I was with some girls and I didn't like the way it made me feel. And so I removed myself from that market because I want to get over this heartbreak and I'm still heartbroken. And so I'm not really in a place to say that I want a serious relationship. There's kind of two sides to it a little bit because I don't really think that he has 
initiated anything with her. And maybe that's the problem is that... Because if he was to come at... If he was to initiate a kiss or something like that, then, you know, you get to first base, you get to second base, you get to third base. Okay, look, we're not going to move this fast. Um, but you maybe, know, maybe... And then you... Now you know the information that you need and you can decide how you want to proceed. I think that's what she's hoping for. See, I think maybe the fact that he maybe hasn't made any moves... And she's laid this out there and has asked to see it and, yeah. and, and has kind of made this line in the sand. Yeah. She thinks he's intimidated and or insecure. Well, he probably is. Maybe, but... I don't know if she's told him that this is... I don't know if she said what the line in the sand is. I don't think he has any idea. How can you say you're trying to see it if you haven't asked to see it? She keeps hanging out with them, him in hopes... That he's going to make a move on her so that they'll have a little maybe hookup and she'll be able to kind of get to third base or second base or whatever base it is. Right. Whatever the hand down, whatever base, I guess that's like second base. Um, It's commonplace to kind of move slow in the beginning. It would be acceptable the first time you hook up not to have sex. I just don't want to go this far yet. But now she has the information that she needs to decide whether to decide if she's going to just be friends or if she's going to pursue an actual sexual relationship. Mm, it's very interesting. Thank you for giving us a inside view. Now he did give her some insight. Oh, he right. did give her a little insight. Well, all the minds want to know. I can't wait. Tell me, he please. Said, she told me that he told her that the head is huge. So it's like a cheese wheel. <laughs> I don't know. It'll it won't touch bottom, but it'll stretch out the sides. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what that means. You know, what it's I'm really fat, <laughs> but really short. Yeah, uh, well, that's interesting, Ben. Thank you for uh, your buddy. Uh, now I know um, he's got a thick helmet. So, what do we think here at, at the Manfuse Podcast? I mean, how are we going to advise her to proceed? Are neither of them really interested in one another? Is that why we're not seeing? He's either so. It's either two things. Yeah. You, you said it. You said one thing that a comment that he had made about girls he went out with or hung out with previously. Right. And he wasn't ready. He wasn't comfortable. Yeah. He's hurt. He's not over the ex right. who he got divorced with. That's number one. Now, he is being a friend and hanging out with her and letting her spend the night. And if he's being a gentleman and not making any moves, it's either he's not ready or or he's slow playing the gentleman and he's playing games himself. Yeah. Because there is a way that, you know, you can keep it from her. Yeah. And and not be the typical guy that Maybe wants to. Maybe this is the ultimate player move. Right. They'll want to give it to you more if you don't act like you're trying to just get in their pants yeah you know if you're a guy that's trying to bang on the first date chances are she's gonna withhold it but if you're gonna do the opposite and you're gonna psychologically wow he's not even trying to get it on the second date right so she's either going there's something wrong with him maybe he's embarrassed maybe he's insecure or maybe it's just what I've been looking for. A hundred percent. And so she's going to want it. And it almost sounds like she is because he's not giving her much. And she's drawing this line in the sand saying, hey, if it's below average, I'm not down. That's right. That's what she said. And eventually, if he keeps letting her spend the night, 
she's going to attack him like a bunch of wolves do a big piece of meat. No doubt. No and then doubt. he's going to have a either let it happen and 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 conquer or maybe he's just not ready and at that point she's going to be like what a bitch. On on the flip side, I have a friend in Seattle is just an absolute playboy. Mhm. And one of the things that girls like about him is that he's He's batting a little above average. Okay. Maybe a lot. He sent a funny message and he said, the downside of this life, here I am chilling with my friend. So he's got like a following of women. <laughs> he's like Charles Manson. Yeah. I mean, the guy just pulls awake. You know? <laughs> I like he that pulls joke. awake I like of that. women All right. that just want him to just destroy it. First, he sends me this message showing... Missed calls from one female. And you, look at those numbers. What kind of numbers are you seeing there? 39. 39 missed calls. That's just no, in no, that's, one little section. Right. The next line is a FaceTime video, 13 seconds, and then 13 calls, and then nine more, and then another FaceTime, and then one call. So, so, so after that message, or after that screenshot, talk about getting blown up. This guy's getting blown up by this girl. The downside of this life, here I am chilling with my friend, and you know what he means by friend. And the other friend, dot, 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 can't accept that I am not there for her. So she calls 60 plus times. Who does that? And the girl that I was with was like, hmm. And she said, I know what she wants. Then proceeded to go down on me. She's now been with me while one girl called 30 times and now a new record, 60 plus. She's like, I get it. You have a hammer. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> and then he said, can't make this shit up. Uh, shit is wild. Oh, my God. You've got it. And then I sent him the Foo Media logo. <laughs> You've got it. I was like, well, let me show you this logo I've been working on. Hey, thanks for listening to the ManFuse podcast. Feel free to join the show by hitting us up at manfuse.com or 770-744-5227.